0: Dave Conversation Crack And the music you love Today FM It all happens here
1: Today FM Do you recognise this music? I do Yeah, it's triggering a lot of memories for a lot of people Because that is the theme tune to a podcast called Serial Which to give it its credit I suppose is the podcast that kind of catapulted true crime into everyone's mind, as a as a medium, you know mm. of, of of how to consume true crime was through podcasts, and it was somebody called Sarah Koenig who made this. Uh, she was a radio producer, I think, yep. Sean wasn't she? So Sean's been doing a bit of research in this, not because we're late to the party and it's been five years or something <laughs> since the podcast <laughs> came out, but because based on the some of the findings of the podcast and also the American justice system, yep. there's been a massive event overnight in relation to this case. So, Sean, take us away. What's the story?
0: Okay, so I'm going to bring you right back to the start, right? So, as you said, Serial was presented by a woman called Sarah Koenig, right? That was released in 2014. So, just to give you context, that that was pre- Making a Murderer yeah. that was pre all of these true crime documentaries and podcast series that we have now it's kind of seen as the first one of the whole genre okay. right I know there was ones before it I know there's always sure, been there was those. even
1: the true crime channel on uh, on uh, Sky or whatever but this was to, to encapsulate it into one long running series yeah. this was the start
0: this was the first time that they had done it in a series based thing like that so it was uh, presented by Sarah Koenig produced by This American Life which is owned by the New York Times ok mm-hmm. So basically what happened was is um, a man called Adnan Syed was um, found guilty of the murder of his uh, former girlfriend and high school sweetheart, a girl called Heyman Lee, right? Lee, yes. He had been in prison for a number of years and then a cousin of Adnan contacted Sarah and said, look, all isn't what seems here. Can you just do an investigation piece for this and see if you can bring our case to light? Right. Your one, Sarah, was a journalist in Baltimore. I think what they had thought was that she would maybe write a piece for the paper and then it would get a bit of publication. I don't think that they ever thought that it would catapult the story into what it has been. It has since since gone on to be made by HBO for a four-part TV series. The podcast is still the number one most listened to podcast in the world. Wow. So think of every podcast that you listen to, that we all listen to, but this one has transcended around the world. Okay. So a little bit of a context, right? So what happened was, is Hayman Lee, the girl, disappeared on the 13th of January, 1999, mm-hmm. right? She was seen at about 3.15 in the afternoon. She left school, and when she left school, um, no one kind of heard from her for a few hours after school. And then at about 6.15, 6.30 in the evening, her family got kind of worried.
1: Yeah, understandably and so. And
0: she had just broken up with her boyfriend called Adnan Sayed. A couple of years down the line, Adnan was found guilty of her murder. So here is the podcaster, Sarah Koenig, explaining the prosecution's case for finding him guilty. The state's case against Adnan went like this. He and Hay had been going out since junior prom, but Adnan wasn't supposed to be dating at all. Adnan was born in the US, but his parents are from Pakistan and they're conservative Muslims. No drinking, no smoking, no girls, all that. But even though Adnan and Saad and their buddies were Muslims, they were also, shall we say, healthy American teenagers who were going to do what teenagers do, so long as they didn't get caught. So Adnan had to keep his relationship with Hay secret. The state used this against him in two ways. First, they argued, he'd put everything on the line, his family, his relationships at the mosque, to run around with this girl, so that when she broke up with him eight months later, he was left with nothing, and he was outraged. He couldn't take it, and he killed her. So that was their case against him. So that's what their case, right? So Lee's body was uh, discovered. She had been strangled. And basically a couple of days after, the Baltimore City Homicide Division received an anonymous phone call uh, suggesting to investigators that they should f- investigate her ex-boyfriend, Adnan, Adnan. Okay. for the murder. And that is how he became... The suspect. The suspect and ultimately was prosecuted for the murder. So was
1: am I right in thinking it was the year 2000 or something like that it, that he went was, to jail? It
0: was the year 2000 that he went to jail. So since going to jail he has always maintained his innocence and mm. anyone who's listened to the serial podcast or who has watched the television show will know that he has always maintained his innocence and he's always actually said that he was never with her that day and hadn't kind of spoken to her. So in the podcast they actually speak to him while he is in prison and here is him speaking about how he could not and would not have done it.
1: I just sometimes wish like they could like look into my brain and see how I really felt about her and, and no matter what else someone would say they would see, man, this guy had no had no ill will towards her. Whatever the motivation is to kill someone, I had absolutely it didn't exist in me, you know what I mean? No one can ever say why. People can say why. Oh, man, he was mad this Saturday ever. But no one can ever come with any type of proof or anecdote or anything to ever say that I was ever mad at her, that I was ever angry with her, that I ever threatened her. You know, that's the only thing I can really hold on to. That is, like, my only firm handhold in this whole thing is that no one's ever been able to prove it. No one ever been able to provide any shred of evidence that I had, and it had anything but friendship towards and like love and respect for her. So if that's his case and there was no hard evidence there was obviously enough circumstantial evidence for the the
0: court at the time to convict him Yeah, so then you kind of, we move on. And when he was in prison, he appealed his case a number of times. He had an unsuccessful appeal in 2003. He had an unsuccessful appeal in 2015 to the Maryland Special Courts. Uh, Again, in 2018, he appealed to the Maryland Court of Special Appeals. And actually, all the way up until the 25th of November 2019, he appealed to the Supreme Court of the United States and they rejected his appeal. Now, his appeal was always based on self. Cell phone records. So, cell phone records are actually something that's currently up in front of the Irish Supreme Court at the moment because there is this whole thing that how accurate are cell phone data, and there is also this breaching someone's personal information by um, triangulating their location. location. Mm. Basically, what he says is the cell phone data isn't accurate. The cell phone data puts him in a two or three kilometer radius of the murder on the night but it doesn't say he was in the specific park sure. where it happened so he had always appealed to this and always said that he, he didn't do it and after a few kind of appeals through the court system that were kind of didn't go very very well it brings us up to yesterday now yesterday the um, the Baltimore uh, a judge in Baltimore basically throughout his conviction ordered Adnan that he had to be released with immediate effect. So wow. he left prison yesterday and basically said uh, for two reasons. So for the cell phone data, number one, not that is not being accurate and that you couldn't rely on it. And secondly, two other suspects that you could not rule out have come to um, light. And basically what the prosecutor is or, or what the judge said to the prosecution is that you cannot now Put this man in prison based on this crime. You you aren't fully entitled to a retrial. So you can you can bring them again before the courts and they can present all the new data as it currently stands. Right. And you can all... But, but, you know, we also have to take into fact that these other two suspects are now, you know, people of interest. There is also minor evidence that Adnan had brought to surface as well while he was incarcerated. But unfortunately, that was never substantial enough okay. to warrant a retrial. So basically, yesterday the judge ordered that he to be released from prison immediately and anyone who's a fan of the podcast serial, they are going to be making a special episode based on his release that will feature Adnan
1: Okay, so I mean, I suppose the the terrifying thing for him is he's now free after
0: 22 years
1: behind bars and you would think if you can walk out of the courthouse free, that you're free, but as the judge says he's free now but the prosecution still has the right to arrest yeah. and investigate Adnan as long as they're also arresting and investigating the other people who are now people of interest.
0: Yeah, so basically the Baltimore State's Attorney's Office said they're not asserting... This time that Adnan is innocent due to the lack of e- evidence, but they are going to basically restart again and and see if it's worth um, prosecuting him a second time. Wow! The, for, for for people who aren't interested in the podcast, you're like, why are they talking about this murder trial in the US? But for anyone who's interested, this is a story that started in 2014. We're nearly 10 years later following this guy, and I think anyone who's ever listened to the podcast had always assumed that there was never enough evidence to convict him. Beyond or you know, if you were on a jury to convict him beyond reasonable doubt Mm. and I think everyone similar to what happened when making a murderer Well everyone has an opinion that's for sure from listening to it but there was there was never enough that you could have said absolutely hand on heart that he he did that
1: So a man is freed after 22 years um, but as Sean said Still question marks hang over what's going to happen in the future. But yeah. again, if you're at all interested in true crime, you'll probably already have consumed cereal uh, voraciously and the following uh, series as well, which, of course, were not about the same murder trial, but different things. Uh, interested to get your opinion on 087-4100-102. What do you think? Uh, have you been watching it? Are you uh, intrigued by the current uh, happenings? You can let us know. 087-4100-102. It's today FM. Thank you, Sean.
0: Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9 a.m. Today